and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. I'm your host today, Melanie Gobert. Hello, everyone. This is Melanie Gobert, your host for today's podcast of TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. Joining us today is David Boza Tarnek from the Higher Colleges of Technology in the United Arab Emirates. David is going to be talking to us about virtual reality at schools, at colleges, at universities. Welcome, David. Hi there. Good morning. How are you doing today, Melanie? Everything is good. All right. So I'm interested in, in virtual reality. Um, at the moment, I'm not teaching with it, but I'm been learning about it for about the last four, four and a half years. Um, I figure that, you know, there are people in different schools, colleges, universities that are working on it. So one thing that I can do as a, an English educator is to learn about it so that if the day comes when, when we, you know, are asked to teach with it, then they'll be informed. Uh, and, and that's the interesting thing. You don't have to be a programmer. Um, you know, you don't have to be a, a hardcore gamer to, to learn about virtual reality. Um, I mean, I teach English, but, you know, I would love to be able to have the chance to teach with it. So unless or until that day comes, I'm, you know, learning about it and, and sharing what I learn with colleagues um, at, you know, different campuses, uh, on their system, as well as uh, presenting, for example, at, at TESOL Arabia. Um, I think in the future, you'll, you'll start seeing more of that. Uh, and so, you know, trying to get out the word. Okay, well, can you tell us exactly what is virtual reality? Is this what Mark Zuckerberg is talking about when he talks about the metaverse? Well, what, 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 what Mark talks about with metaverse I mean, it's the sort of where they, they i mean this is my opinion this is where they they see themselves as, as being in the future where it would be a combination of a virtual reality um augmented reality um you know where whether you're using a headset a computer or or like pokemon go type of application on your phone um where everything would be sort of seamlessly um working together, um, which has not happened yet that, you know, there's virtual reality, there's, there's, there's parts of this metaverse, but there's by no means a, a metaverse in place. Um, but, you know, my interest is, is particularly in, in virtual reality and, and how that works, whether you have a headset or you're just using your computer or, or laptop, um, there, you know, there's, there's, something to learn because it's already being used uh, at the enterprise level. You know, businesses, corporations, anything from healthcare to uh, job interviewing, to onboarding, to upskilling, uh, the oil, natural and gas industry. Um, even here in, in the UAE, multiple private and, and government um, organizations are, are using it at, at different levels. And so, I started to think, well, if 
you know, if our graduates are going to be going into uh, that sort of technologically sophisticated field, you know, whether you're in higher education or you're, you know, in, in kindergarten to 12, we need to start, you know, getting our students familiar with and proficient with um, virtual reality, whether it be they use it um, for a project that they have to work on or they develop their own applications and they, they go into the private sector and, you know, as a, as a business person. Um, so there's, there's applications for it already in, in the real world, in, in the business world. So, you know, we educators, um, we need to help prepare future graduates to, to be able to enter that world. But the good news is that you don't have to be a programmer. You don't have to, to know how to write uh, an application for virtual reality. Like I said, I teach English. And so by starting the conversation, even by getting people to, to use it for gaming, you're getting them familiar with the hardware, with the uses. You, you start sort of the, the creative juices flowing. And, and if they're playing a game one day, maybe the next day they're thinking, wow, you know, I might be able to use that in, in my field, in, in my department, um, you know, for, for, with students. It could be something like a, a, an engineering lab. It could be uh, soft skills like speaking, uh, speaking lessons, speaking activities. Um, it could be health and, you know, health and fitness. You know, use the gaming aspect of, of virtual reality headsets to, to encourage students to, to get, you know, more, more fit. So there, there's a lot of possibilities for virtual reality. And there's a lot of possibilities for educators who, you know, maybe aren't into IT. And I like educational technology, but I'm not a programmer. But, you know, I like to think that I have ideas of how it can be used. And, and maybe, you know, one of my colleagues at some point or somebody from a TESOL conference will be able to go, you know, go home, think about it, buy their own headset, try it out, and, you know, then bring it in and show one of their colleagues and, and, and that way get uh, a conversation started. So that if the day comes when, you know, somebody has said, somebody is told you will be using this next year, next semester, you know, before we can start working with students in whatever year, whether it's, you know, eighth grade or, or you know, sophomore year of college, teachers need to be familiar with it. So even if all you do is learn how to play games on it, you, you're going to be, you know, ahead of, of a fair number of other colleagues that you're working with. That was what happened when we started using iPads. I had already had an iPad. Um, I had used it recreationally, as I used to say, but that was more than many other people at the time. So you don't have to be professionally capable of using it to teach, even just using it for gaming or for health and fitness type of, of applications. And you'll be ready for the day comes when you know you, you are asked for ideas or how could we use this or to implement a pilot project, for example. So, 
Yeah. Sorry. How have you tried to promote uh, virtual reality both inside and outside your organization? Okay. Well, first I started by just, you know, doing games and activities at my desk during lunch break. Um, you know, it'd be, oh, there's David on his headset again. But, you know, slowly a few people, you know, try it out and, and, and got interested. And, 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 that how it's, and that's how it starts. You, you get people to try it on, get sets on heads, as it were. You know, it's like trying to explain scuba diving without ever going in the water. You know, you, you can't really conceptualize until you experience it. So once you get them to experience it, it, it opens up, you know, a whole new world that you weren't thinking about. So uh, that led to doing, you know, informal PD sessions, um, uh, do, attending myself, um, virtual reality uh, PD sessions um, outside of, of work to learn how, how things work. Uh, presenting at TESOL, for example, um, and, and trying to communicate that interest and, and get the conversation started you know, like I said, when people go back home to their school or their college, um, because like I said, VR is already out there in, in the professional world. So, you know, we, we should get them started and school age is, is the best time to get started. People so, who are, sorry. Yeah. So what do you see as the potential for virtual reality in education? It's already out there in the business. What's the potential for education? Well, it can be anything from you, faculty and staff using it for, for meetings in, in avoiding the, the, the Zoom fatigue, which is, is an actual thing. Um, for example, engineering labs or, or health science classes. For example, being able to stand inside the human heart um, and to, to see the, the white blood cells, the red blood cells, you know, the heart pumping and not just seeing a picture of it or in a textbook or even on you know, a, a website of being in it and experiencing it that you, you wouldn't be able to do. And, and that's where VR really shines. There's, there's an acronym called DICE where VR comes in handy compared to say a more traditional format. It's called, let's see, DICE. Uh, dangerous, um, impossible, uh, counterproductive and expensive. Mm -hmm. So there's all these areas, for example, um, oil and gas or chemistry class, where in, in real life it might be dangerous to mix certain chemicals together, but you can do that in VR uh, with no problem. Um, things that are impossible. Well, you can't really go to ancient Rome for a history class, but you can in virtual reality. Mm -hmm. um, and expensive, you know, sometimes doing a, a chemistry lab, biology setup, health, health science um, lesson, can be expensive depending on what equipment you've got. Um, and so being able to set it up multiple times, you know, with different users with the same headset um, can be a money saver because mm -hmm. there's always going to be people who ask, well, what's the return on investment? Well, one of the returns is that, you know, you can do things that would be ex more expensive to do in, in real life, whereas virtual reality allows you to do that. Okay. And just, 
Thank you. Do you have anything else you any concluding words? No, just that again, you know, you don't have to be a computer programmer to um, to get into virtual reality. Get a headset, learn how to use it, play with it, take it to work. Somebody is going to say, "Hey, what's that?" and and then you show them. Mm -hmm. And and that's how it starts. You know, it won't happen overnight. No change with EdTech ever does. But you get a conversation started. You get people interested. And sooner or later, they're going to come back to you and ask you, what is that? Mm -hmm. Okay, David, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank on you for having me. TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program brought to you by Educators Worldwide. This has been your host, Melanie Gobert. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Share with us how you are using these tips. Leave us a comment or voice message on social media or at ttelt.org. Thanks for joining this episode of TTELT brought to you by Educators Worldwide. Follow, like, and subscribe to TTELT on your social media and try a new teaching tip today.